You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. Okay, I'm going to yap soon. I'm yapping now. All right, my people, this is what, how we start. In the box, they say, we're going to start when you start yapping. Then I go, let's yap. And so now we're yapping, baby. All right, this is Lust for Life. Man, do we have to like tell people what it is? It's a podcast. Still, You're yes. coming here. You know what it is. This is Lust for Life. This is a show where we don't really talk comedy. We talk left of the dial. We talk about real conditions. We talk real world, human condition. That's what we do, baby. All right? This is America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. Later on, I'm bringing on our guest. He's a goddamn Canadian. Oh. He can vouch for us. He can vouch you, for us. I wonder if you voted. He, I don't know. He might have we'll lost ask. his citizenship. We'll we don't know. Him. But talking, you heard who just spoke. You know who this is if you listened before. If you haven't, you don't know who this is, so I'm going to introduce him. This is my main man. This is the right hand. This is what it's about. This is the consigliere of the family, which sometimes is Jewish, even in Italian yeah, moms. That's true. That's why that was in The Sopranos. Hench. Yes. Great character. I love them. Rode horses, like the horses. What are you going to do? <laughs> His name is Benji Suswan. I call him the ace. Sweet, 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 sweet one. That's it, baby. Always great being here. Always fucking great. AKA Triple Sweet. Triple yeah. Sweet. And also the cowboy. I don't know why, but it's just the Bob Orton thing. Boy, keep throwing nicknames on. I like it. You also. Johnny Flash Pants. I don't know. That was just weird. <laughs> to the right of me, in between me and the bench, holding it down, an absolute legend on this show. The first ever third mic. Think he's done 115 appearances. We've only done 30 episodes. This is the, the real John Laster. He ain't the fake one. The real John Laster. R-E-A-L. That's right. This is no phony baloney John Laster. The guy still won't give me the damn website. Well, we're going to do a that's show. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, from last time we were talking about that's that. That's it. We're gonna. Where is he? Nashville. He's in Nashville. God those, damn. Can we get like anonymous on this or something? Hack his website for some shit. For those who don't ha- didn't hear that episode, John is the real John Laster. Cause so- there's another John Laster in Nashville with the Twitter. He's like a musician who plays in his garage with like his nephews. Apparently. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing big. John's blowing up. He's a great American treasure and it's, a talent. It's heating up out here, baby. He's heating up. His fastball. He's like Nolan Ryan. When he went to the Angels, it's just getting, the juice is getting, it's getting hotter, man. The heat's just boiling, baby. It's about to say, no panties allowed on my dressing room door. Oh, oh. No, because you'll melt. <laughs> <laughs> and so he talked about it. He tried getting that website, or he tried getting the John Laster Twitter handle, and the dude's like, you'll give me just X amount of money. Offered him 1500 He asked me for twenty grand. Yeah. twenty Like I was Walmart or something. Yeah. And guess what you told him? Jump in the lake. Jump in the lake. The Lady Lake that's above. <laughs> Too soon? Okay, not soon enough. So he's the real John Laster. Don't help the other guy. I'm sure you're a decent dude, buddy, but you're trying to, you know, you're going a little too highball on my boy. I'm sure he's listening also, by the way. Well, <laughs> what we should do, he <laughs> might be. He's, he's he's he does, he does. He really, he, he was like, yo, man, me and my girl, yeah, watch you on YouTube. We love you. It's ridiculous. Oh, he's a fan. Yes. Well, then he should just what? give you the goddamn thing exactly. and you hook him up with tickets and shit. Exactly. And I would have hooked him up. I'd have hooked him up. Maybe that's why he's playing hardball. Film premieres when they come up. It's the confidence he has in you. He goes, it, this guy's funny as fuck. Bro. I think he's he's probably got some cash. Then he's, I told you what he said. I told you he also said, yo, man, a lot of times I'm getting chicks that hit me. On, Thinking it's you. Yes, on Twitter. 
So is he getting laid because of you? Even he's Jeez. not a black guy. Yeah, he's you not see, a tall black guy, is he? I, no, and he's in Nashville. So I think that you know, <laughs> what the hell's going on like there? When they're like, "Yo, I'm in a hotel on 48th Street," he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> so <laughs> you know that's not working out. But Jeez, you should get 10 percent of something of that. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's another Mad Dog Matter who's stealing all my women. He's a 450 pound Japanese sumo wrestler. Hey. Really? No, that'd be great though. That Wouldn't that be, be good? If we all just try <laughs> yeah. and top it. Benji's like, there's another sweet, sweet, sweet one. Sweet, I don't sweet. meet a lot of He's, Benjis out there. There used no? to. There used to be another John Lazar who was a race car driver. Ooh. Was there? Yeah. NASCAR? He, he used to, I don't know, he drove overseas. I think he was in Switzerland or somewhere. But Ooh, he was, Formula he was One. really famous. Those are yeah. real deal dudes. Yeah, he was a real deal dude because um, when you Google John Lass, his shit used to dominate the page. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, was that, that was like 10 years ago. Was that like a benchmark for you? I want my name I to come up. I want my name the, when any you other Google John, John And I have overtaken him. There we go. Yes. And he so probably won like Monaco and shit like right. that. That's how dope you is. He He's a, probably sitting somewhere on a yacht, be like, I'm fine. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. Let that let that guy yeah. live. They all get like eight. Um, they, like they get a million girlfriends all at once. They're, they're all at once. Formula One. Yeah, Formula One drivers. They are what it is, and any, they're aristocratic in Europe. Any, one any man, any man who is is cold enough to wear a onesie <laughs> is, is getting a lot of. You know, a, that's a how lot they do of action, it. yeah. Because anytime you put on a one piece suit, you um, you are either gay <laughs> or yeah, you that dude. <laughs> well, we're <laughs> gonna start having <laughs> the Formula One drivers exactly. have, with the onesies. They get zipped up in the back. Like, come on, you that dude. Right. I zip me up. I'm ready to drive. <laughs> I'm ready to drive. <laughs> that's exactly how they sound. Like both your voices. <laughs> I think we should have uniforms. I think we should. I think Comedians. We should. No, not comedians. Oh, this podcast, this podcast. Oh. Lust for Life onesies. Yes, onesies, baby. A onesie. What do you think about that? The zip up all the way from like the toe? With, with son. Yes. Yo, with, I'm always with, afraid of the dick. No, zip. no, no. That's part of the wrist. That makes you more of a man. If sometimes I, I zip my cock a lot. Let's be honest. I yeah. sometimes get some scabby scabs. Ooh, and, that sounds horrible. Girls, what are you doing this weekend? We can have patches by our sponsors. Yes, hey, oh. we are getting sponsorship. Right. So we'd be patchless, but it's all right. We could work on that. Johnny's Coconut Oil is our first sponsor. <laughs> Johnny's Coconut Oil. When we started this show, I wanted to, I didn't know if we were going to have musical beds, but I knew we had to have something in between certain segments. Uh, we were toying with doing fake sponsorship. Like I'd do live reads of products that didn't exist. And it was going to be like Johnny's Coconut Oil. Um, I was going to do like some Mexican food, but it'd be like someone's burritos, but it would be not a Mexican or Spanish name. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It would be like Johan's burritos. <laughs> right. Like who the fuck wants Johan's burritos? Maybe right. maybe people listen to this podcast. Right. You got to fake it till you make it. Right, exactly. That's all I'm trying to do in my life. Yes. Fake it till you make it. Do you think I know all these references I say? I just let them go, baby. Let them fly. <laughs> So coming up soon, okay, after our musical bed, or maybe we'll do a fake commercial we'll now, fake just, for the, for, just for the F of it. I don't want to curse as much. We might get syndicated. What? It's a podcast. Piss on it. Um, is my main man, Ruben Mehta. He is from the Toronto area. Guess what the topic is? Insomnia, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is the irony. Guess, look at the irony. Went to bed last night about 2.30. Woke up at 5.25. Couldn't go back to sleep. Couldn't. His tummy. Just going crazy. I was upset Brutal. about something. I don't want to talk about it, but it upset me. Okay, mm. another, another contest, another loss. What are you gonna do? It's okay. I'm, oh, I'm born to lose. They put me no. back in that contest. I still think I had the better set, 
and they still job me, baby. I'm Bret Hart, but who cares? It's another story. Who gives a shit, baby? All right. You can't say what the contest was. Well, they'll on figure the it the fuck out, baby. <laughs> they'll figure You've it said out. It. I like the idea that every time the night before you interview someone, you get their their story happens to you. Like we, we interview Insomniac and you can't sleep, a sex addict, you're just fucking all night. Oh, man. Bulimic, you're throwing up, whatever we do. Well, we haven't done that episode it. yet. Give it time to Bulimic. We'll book her next week. We'll get her. We'll get her. She's busy. Well, so I couldn't sleep, so I went run. This is what's crazy. So I finally, about 6.30, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go run now. And then I'm going to go. 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, and then I'm going to get a bagel with tuna fish, whole wheat, everything. You know what I'm talking about with some chippy chips. That makes me feel good. And then I'll watch a little sports center or some something on ESPN and go back to sleep. Here's the problem. Right before I leave. And then I can wake up and go do warm-up. I sleep a little longer than I usually do. I notice that my mustache is dangling a little. I don't like to dangle a little over mm. the lip. I like to keep this tight, okay? So I go, I do a quick zip-zip with the razor, and as I walk outside, I have to, all of a sudden, I, I clean my nose, and I, there's red on my hand. And then I spit, and there's red coming out. I'm like, my mouth, I'm diseased. There's something wrong with me. Holy shit. And next thing you know, I look in the mirror. I go back inside. I have a cut that is tinier than an ant's asshole. Let's be honest about it. It was the tiniest cut ever on my lip. Lip cuts are insane. I dealt with it for two hours. I couldn't even eat my sandwich when I got done running. Trying to put the fire out on your lip. That's what happened. On the way to running, you know, I run up steps at the park. I buy Band-Aids. I am now walking to Astoria Park with a Band-Aid on my lip. Hot women, somehow, a bunch of them, happen to have to work at like 7 in the morning and are walking by me, and I look like something out of some avant-garde movie. I look like a David Lynch character Let gone wrong. Bleed. I think that looks cooler if you're spitting out blood, jogging like what? <laughs> well, when I get the bagel then I, I, I just go and I'm having napkins on me as I'm ordering the bagel and the hot Russian who makes a lot of eye contact, has tattoos all over, gorgeous. She's like, what happened? And you can tell she's getting a little turned on. It's like, well, this is just a lip. He's like, does it hurt? I'm like, of course not, baby. Booyah! But I'm like, I don't feel tough with lip bleeding, but what are you gonna do? All right, give me the bag of chips too. And that was it. And I go home and then I start biting in. Now blood is getting in. Blood don't mix with tuna fish. Nope. No. All right. It's the one thing. No, you can't do it, baby. <laughs> and so then, then I, I I lay down. I'm pressing shit to my lip. It's it's very hard to tourniquet your lip when it's a it's the smallest cut ever. Those and, are the ones that bleed the most, though. Especially on the lip. The lip ain't supposed to bleed. Yeah. So that's what I dealt with. And then finally, I do it again. I put a band-aid right, on, 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 right here. Okay, the no, no, no means me covering up my, uh, my mouth, which a lot of people probably wish I would have done sooner in life and sooner in this <laughs> podcast. Who cares? And I fall asleep eventually with that. You got back to sleep. So I got a combined maybe five and a half hours. I am a method podcaster. Yeah, you ain't look lying. at that. Remember the hedonism episode? I was up to like 7.30 chasing skirt, drinking wind. Right. At a girl's apartment. She threw Remember me out the of the apartment. Remember the lesbian one? No, the sure. lesbian. I started scissoring <laughs> women. I, I, I hid my twig and berries and just started scissoring. That's what I did, John. Method oh. What are the other ones? <laughs> we had pimp. Remember we had the, the pimp episode with Dante. The mid, the, I pimp slapped Dante. No, holy shit. The missionary, the, the, the priest. The, the priest. I uh, gave up sex. That wasn't easy to do. No girl wanted to bang me that way. Um, that's what happens, baby. That's what happens. We are like chameleons. Man, man. Do chameleons really exist? <laughs> they yes. do. You've they seen do. one? I've seen or one. Because you tell. On the, on the National Geographic channel. I yeah. don't think they're as crazy as you imagine them. They're not like invisible. Right. 
They can't blend into anything, but they do they change colors. colors. I think, I, in it's fact, so I think it's mostly as like a warning sign. It's not to camouflage. It's like to like w- like flash to predators. Don't fuck with me. Cause what? Now predators. I thought it was a little bit to uh, to. I think it's a little to bit hide? to to attract a mate too. Oh, probably also to mate a little yeah. bit out of bed. Cause you know everything that the the male species does is to attract to chair. Of course, right? It's all about some man. What if we change colors? What color wow, that turn. You turn green with envy you, most you, of my <laughs> life. I could turn Lamborghini. Exactly. I, I'm Lamborghini gold, right. baby. That's how you <laughs> attract chicks out here. You. You, well, you grow hundred dollar bills right. on it. Your skin grows hundred dollar bills on it. Let's talk about that. If people did not listen to the live birthday podcast, go back and listen to it. Laster sat in. Um, you didn't realize this. We had in the audience some uh, friends of friends who are hardcore uh, feminists, and you went on a little rant about money and that and women. You know, guys. Hey, hey. We it, have a couple fountains of youth. It happens. And one of them is money. Yes. And I saw steam coming from this lady's ears deal with it <laughs> and you're open about this what if on a date you happen to be with a feminist she brings up she's a feminist does it do you know not to bring this up or do you like to put all your cards on the table and go this is what i believe are we gonna figure this out or what you know what man i'm the type of dude that there's no way that you don't know how i am you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah like most people who meet me i it is what you you know what i'm saying there's no nothing what you see is what you get see, right what you see is what you get with me so there's no way that some chick would go out on a date and then be like oh john i didn't know you thought that way <laughs> i didn't know you were black right i didn't know you were black <laughs> i thought you were some white boy from nashville <laughs> i thought you were i thought you were the john, john that was trying to start me. a band in nashville <laughs> i thought you were trying to start jojo chicks know what i think and i'm not gonna pull no punches either this. not for no ass i'm not gonna sit there and be like, hey, I'm all for your get the fuck out of here. You you got money, man. You got checks, period. And you feel that's a foolproof theory. Without question. If John Merrick the Elephant Man had and I hate seven when... figures in the bank, he would have got a lot of ass. If who? John Merrick the Elephant Man. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. gotcha both. <laughs> yes. Gotcha both, in baby. In harmony. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you guys yes. sound like boys to men right there. I tell you what. And you know I... what? And women will find a way, they'll find a way to justify it. They'll work backwards. Right. You know what I mean? They'll say, hey, I'm not shallow. You know, I don't just fuck with good-looking guys. He's a good guy, this elephant man. That's why I suck his dick. I'm not going to say all women are looking out for that, but I will say, show me a rich man who can't pick right. up a girl, and then I'll agree with you. Right. Show me a rich guy. No matter, you. no matter how fat, how gross, how evil, right. a, a, a rich guy that cannot walk in with a, with a, a goddamn <laughs> harem of bad chicks. Well, that's, it's interesting you bring this up. Um, At all times. Guys, I don't think think that way. I really I really don't. I don't think how, like, a, a super rich chick would have just a bunch of guys. No. We don't, right, we no, don't No, because do you that. feel insignificant. Right. I don't like girls on dates to pay for me. I don't like it. You're saying it's a turn off. Yeah, I handle it. Not I handle it. Turn I'm not, on. I'm not, I'm not going to say that it's all the way a turn off, but guys just don't think. You know, like I hate when women say, you know, that, that women are just like guys. You guys just don't know. No, you're not. Because guys, we don't like Oprah. You don't see <laughs> guys swooning over Oprah. No. You know just what I mean? That broke ass Stedman. Right. She's a billionaire, Bum-ass but it Stedman. doesn't turn guys on the same way. The way a rich guy turns hot ass fucking chicks will find a way to say that this guy's cute. I will let this out right now. I'm no rich man, okay? But now I'm doing warm-up. Thanks for letting that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for letting that cat out the bag, dog. Do you hear what we're saying? Yeah, (laughs) I get... Don't tell me. No, 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 it's fine, but I'm getting to this. I get checks now because I have a comedy day job, which is awesome. 
I tend to now, as stupid as it is, this isn't 1986 New York, so I don't give a shit. Now, now I'm probably going to invite myself to get mugged. <laughs> I tend to let my money stay in my pocket from comedy, like the cash gigs. Mm-hmm. And that way, when I go out, if I happen to want to buy a drink or something, there you go. Girls the tend to see around. that. But no, sweetheart, what would you like? No, it's not another thing. I'm just here. If you mm-hmm. want something, it's all good. I'm doing okay right now. I'd like to spread the love, and you can tell a difference. Twinkle in their eye or something. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle. The little star is in their eyes. But would you say men having money is the male equivalent to girl having looks? Yes, without question. Right. You're yeah. never going to see an attractive girl. The guy's like, I'm sorry. She has a terrible personality. Right. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm hitting that. Right. And how was she? I never spoke to her and again. And which but I one hit it. is more superficial? God, you're good. I, you know what? Let me tell you. I think. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think that the money is superficial. I think that the the I think that the guy attracted to the the hot chick. Right. I think that it's a chemical reaction. I think that it's it's innate and it's not the same for the chick. No, not at all. I think that's a learned really? behavior without question. Really? Without the money question. thing is learned. I think it's a learned behavior. Well, I, I've heard this growing up to cousins heard it in the playgrounds when I was a youngin' youngin'. Um, you hear parents to little girls say, uh, you got, you know, get, you're going to get married to a rich man. You hear right, that. Right, right. We're told to become doctors and lawyers so we can be the rich men. You hear, mm-hmm. and now maybe it's changing now. And I, we don't want no fucking Jezebel and people bitching at us we'll with this. We'll take the publicity. Yeah, but. we'll take that publicity. <laughs> but you change the culture now because I'm telling you, right. real deal, Holyfield, 25, 30 years ago, I was hearing that. You heard mm-hmm. had parents saying, marry a rich man, marry a rich man. I was never told to marry a rich broad. I was told to right. make money. Right. So now if that's changing, good. Were you good. told to marry a certain type of broad, to use your language? <laughs> and yes, it would have been broad because the women been. in my family do say broad because that's how the fuck we brought up, baby. We real deal. Once again, more Holyfield references. I'm going to get a tattoo of Holyfield. That way people say, are you, are you true? Are you true? I'll just go right here. Holyfield. Go, what's that mean? Real deal. I'm real deal, deal Holyfield, Holy and I still like the Chronic record. Um, I'm tr- just just someone who makes me happy. Mm. That's what I was told. God bless it. Isn't that okay. sweet? That the is 80s. sweet. That is sweet. Isn't that adorable? Let me say this real quick, and then we're gonna go to a break. Then we're gonna bring on Ruben. We're gonna talk insomnia, which I actually do suffer for, from for the most part, most of my life. Yeah. Not just tonight. I see. I brought this up to Laster. Before we went on the air, I go, you're the right guy to be on this because I see you up the same times I am on <laughs> Facebook. I, I am up, man. So we're going to get to this. But um, you you say the uh, being attracted to a hot chick, you say that's just chemicals in our body. No, I think that it's a, I think it's a gut reaction. I think that if we sat here and it's, it's just the way guys are, if a hot chick walks into a room, everybody responds. We do. But that's not taught. That's I, I really think that's a part of our physio- physiology. I think it's right. taught a little bit. I just I, I remember being a taught. kid, and I mean this is an well, argument. I remember being a kid and seeing um, twins. Um, uh, I mean I remember when we were younger when I was in like fourth or fifth grade. One of them, this is going to sound strange. One of them, gorgeous. The other twin was awful looking. But I remember really. I remember, this is like when I was like nine. But I remember I didn't like the ugly one. Mm. Well, and I, and I bet you that was that's what I'm getting at. I uh, see what I'm saying. This is what I'm getting at. I sometimes I'm gonna be honest. I grew up ugly duckling, low self esteem, didn't get laid till to late. Um, have done all right for myself. I tend to get more attracted 
to the ugly girls sometimes. I sometimes go after the filth bags mm, as people I know, would. I, I don't think that way anymore because I'm old enough, but I think that, it, that, that it, we are wired that way. Maybe because it's a sure thing, but I tend to, and and I'll be honest, I when I masturbate to past actual uh, sexual experiences, I go jerk off more to the unattractive girls than I've been. I've been with some nice ones. Are I've done serious? some ones. I, because I still probably in my head, some deep, <laughs> deep psychological I'm convinced that that was a fluke, that I wasn't meant to be with her, shit like mm. that. But some girl who is not really attractive, I'm a mediocre-looking dude, maybe slightly handsome. I don't know. I get mixed reviews. What are you going to do? So I know where my standing is, and there's been girls I know that I've slummed down to. I I guess I feel better than them, but I get turned. Sloppy porn actresses, like the girls who probably shouldn't really be in, but they do the dirtier it, things than it, everyone it else, so they're in on. it. Oh, that Annette Schwartz has no business. No offense. I'll probably end up marrying her now. And she'll hear this and I'll fuck it all up. But, like, there's some girls out there that are rough, you know, and they're, around oh, the, that, look at that the, slop. Around the edge. <laughs> Did you just say slop? You look at that. Yeah, people, <laughs> like, I can't, I struggled slop. masturbating to Jenna Jameson because she's too perfect. I don't think I'll ever get her. Mm -hmm. But that one. But that's an esteem thing. I guess so, but I'm I. I'm just talking about what your gut would do. When if we're sitting around, well, what about so? Well, I was gonna say, I'm telling you, I got a weird gut, baby. I'm what saying about the way that your eye would respond, though, to Jenna Jameson? I know what after you process sure. it, whether which one of these chicks you could bag. So then you're gonna jack off to the chick that you think you could bag. But I mean, what your eye would do when two hey, when an average chick and a hot chick, just your instant reaction, I think, goes toward. Well, what about eye. not only people finding different women attractive, but cultures or across time? Meaning different cultures have different characteristics that you think if you have different people from across the world, they're all going to look at the same chick and go, Definitely oh, no. not. Definitely so, not. So how much of that is learned from our culture? This is what attractive is. And then we have the gut reaction to that. I was taught this is what, that's a, that's, that's what a woman a, that's looks a, like. That's a good cool. question. So I then there's there. probably some point at which we are. Um, this is what a woman's supposed to look like. There's probably some, yeah, there's probably some some learning curve early, early, early on as to what beauty is. Because mm -hmm. I do think across cultures that would change drastically. Because yep. I know that, like white dudes, you guys like titties. Love, Love me some titties. You know what I'm saying? Dudes like ass. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but I like a big ass too. I like a big tip, big ass broad. Right. I, I like a little thick. But Remember, I just you know, mean if we're going to be stereotypical a, right. on here. For real. You know what I'm saying? But you know because I'm kind of black. You know that, baby. Of I had the same taste. You're goddamn right. When I hang with y'all at the, at the, at the black up, rooms, I see, I stare at the same broads y'all do, man. Coming up in the hood, though, like if a chick was hot and she didn't have no ass, that would be the first thing people would say. You ever been got no ass. Mm. Whereas white dudes, it wouldn't have fucking mattered. As long as she was fine, nice tits. You guys wouldn't fucking move her way down the pay scale because of that. That's true. I can't sometimes. I need some curves, baby. No, right. I, I, I'm agreeing with that. You're a fastball you know pitcher. I, I need Greg Maddox, it, it, baby. It it really, right. So most of the chicks like Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, right? Yeah. If a black guy's the booker on that, he'd be like, none of these chicks got no ass. Let's find. Have you seen <laughs> Kate Upton, though? That girl. Kate no, Upton. there Woo! are some now. Kate Bubba's. Is, 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 is reasonably thick. She's wonderfully thick. Right. But I mean, if you don't have no ass, take, for example, the hood strip clubs in Miami, right? All black dudes, everybody's got money. All those chicks have ass. Some of the chicks who work at scores and make tons of money that, yeah. I, that I fucked with here in New York, yeah. if they went down there, dudes would be like, what the fuck is this? Even mm. though those chicks make 
boatloads of money here in New York City and Miami in the hood clubs where there is boatloads of money being spent. Culturally, it's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. being spent all by Uncle Luke. Let's be honest. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the Miami Heat, the, uh, exactly. the Dolphins. There's a lot of money. Greg Oden is them throwing them. that money. Let's Greg be honest. Oden, He's been yeah. there half a minute. All right. This is great, but now we got a segue. We're going to take a break. We got Ruben. We're going to. This is weird. How do we go from this to insomnia? I'm going to show you how we're going to do it. Keeps You're going to hear 15 seconds of a song, and then we're just going to come back. That's how we do it. This is Lust for Life. Ooh! I don't know. I just make sound effects. I'm onomatopoeia. Pop, 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 pop. Good job, boys. I tell you how I feel, but you don't care. I say, tell me the truth, but you don't dare. You say love is a hell you cannot bear. And I say, give me my back and then go there for all I care. I got my feet on the ground. I like to do that after the break. I like to do that cheesy shit. It's also a tribute to private parts. Because Howard, after, okay, some of that stuff. With us now, my main dude from the mean streets of Ontario, Canada. The Toronto. Are you from Toronto or Metropolitan Toronto? I'm uh, I'm from one of the suburbs. It's like being in Queens. Okay. Scarborough. Because people get real fucking weird about that. I was that, just in... in is that in, uh, Drake country? Is that Drake? Where's he? <laughs> uh, no, Drake, Drake land. Came, Drake came from a neighborhood just north of Toronto. Well, piss on him then. What, what is that? If you're the Queens, is he the Brooklyn? Is he the Westchester? Sort of the Westchester. Yeah, rich son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm talking to my main man, Ruben Mehta, right here, baby. This is the man. Hey, guys, thank you for this having me. This is my me. dude. Ruben. But when I met him eight years ago when I moved out here, I called him Young Ruben. Mm. I think it's a good name for him. Now what do you call him? I call him Ruben. Yeah. Just, just Ruben. He's not young no. anymore. No offense. No, no you're still younger. Call him, right. the, call him the sexy Buddha. Sexy Buddha. <laughs> he looks like a sexy Buddha. Oh, that's a good fucking name. Oh, sexy Buddha. Man. Will you make that? Yeah. Make a card and hand it to women. Right. Sexy booty. And then you'll change color like <laughs> exactly. a chameleon. They know it's sexy yeah. time. You won't sleep all night either. Like oh, <laughs> God damn it. We're, we should run your life. We should. This is like Herman's head. Remember that show? We're inside Ruben's head. They'd be like, there's something so spiritual about right. it. Sexy Buddha. Let's do the theme song. Sexy Buddha. Oh, that won't work. All right. If I could have John behind me at all times doing that, <laughs> I would hand out cards the that say sexy, sexy Buddha. Buddha. Here's a new job we should invent before we get knee-deep in insomnia. We should, and I think John and I could both do this job, real-life hype men, Mm-mm. where we're just behind you tagging things like a, like a Flavor Flav. Flav. Like Flavor Flav. You know what the I'm saying? The greatest hype like man a, of all time. Like a puffy. Dougie Fresh. Yes. But you're saying like in the bar or like walking down the sidewalk. With that dude. So let's do it right now. You're introducing yourself to Ruben and... John, you're Ruben's hype man. I'm Benji's. Ruben, what's up? Benji, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. <laughs> nice to meet you, Benji. I'm Ruben. Ruben. <laughs> That's be the greatest thing. And now, if you if this was like I don't know how if I you were chasing pussy, got this far without, or that. if you guys were gay folk, <laughs> you guys would just it would be on, and we'd make a nice little bit of skrilla just chilling. Just Boom, chilling. Come on, <clears throat> extra side money. All right, back to the real world, baby. God, we have fun here. So, Rube, let's break this down. I've known you for years. Yep. And you are a great person. You have great energy. But at times, there's some darkness, and it comes from that you don't sleep. I don't sleep very much. Mm. When did this start? Um, I thought it was early 20s. It turns out it was more high school time, probably around 15 to 17. How did you get that confused? Uh, 
when I was younger, I never really acknowledged it as a problem. No. You don't you don't notice it as much because your body's just able to bounce back much more easily. Go, go, go. Hell yeah. It's it's in your early to mid twenties that you start to feel it. Cause when you're in college, it doesn't feel weird to have been up all night. Because no. everyone's doing that. Sure. So it doesn't feel that out of place and then you get a little older and your body doesn't respond as well. And that's when I started to realize it was an issue. So mm. in high school in that so what do you think, 15? Probably around, yeah, around there. And that, you, yeah. That means just a night goes by and you just don't fall asleep. At all. There are nights where I don't sleep at all. There are nights where uh, I sleep a little bit on and off. I never sleep through the night, though. Uh-huh. Never. So when's the last time you got, let's, let's start with a, a small number. Three hours of sleep. Is that difficult for you to get consecutively? Three hours of sleep I can do somewhat consistently. Um, uh, one of the sleep clinics I went to made me wear a monitor, and they said over three months I averaged two hours, 46 minutes. Are you a night Per night. Per night. But I'm like that a lot, too. I do kind of sleep in shifts. I wake up. I have to pee a lot because I drink a lot of water. I got you the diabetes. But two hours? Yes. Jeez. But see, I get that, and then I take a melatonin and go back to sleep, and I know uh. that there's something in me. And we'll get to this in a second about melatonin and sleep aids. But... So after two hours and 46 seconds, you get up, all right? Do you go pee and then try to go back to sleep? Do you fail at that? Or are you just up and you know it after two hours and 46 minutes on uh, average? It varies. You feel different every night. There are some nights where you're optimistic and you feel like, I can, I can get this back. And there are other nights where you just know you're done. Okay. And then on those nights where you can get it back, you go back to sleep. Is it like that again another two and a half or does it tend to be less well usually like consecutively um the longest they said i slept was like 90 minutes 90 minutes wow. so usually that that two hours 46 minutes that's spread over the night okay so, so, so 90 not, minutes here 30 minutes there 20 minutes 20 so hours. less than three hours <laughs> for your whole a good night's sleep your average night's sleep is less than three hours yeah it's like a fucking wow. baseball game. Yeah. You're up 21 hours. <laughs> now, but how many hours do you lay in bed trying to fall asleep? Do you think uh, a night? Probably around six. Six, six hours. hours. And does frustration kick in? Is It's it's a pretty dark time. There's nothing positive to think about. Nothing at all. No, because it's, you know, there's something that is supposed to be basically one of the most natural things you can do. And you can't do it. And it's tough. And I think we all here have suffered from right. at some point. Now, let's go back to when you were 14. You think you were sleeping normal, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. You were six hours, eight hours. Yeah. Okay. You get to 15 now. Retroactively, you can look back and see, realize that you stopped sleeping like a normal person. Mm -hmm. Did anything happen to you in that age do you think that any eating habits, any traumatic experience, anything like that? Any uncles in town? <laughs> Those fucking uncles. <laughs> any sexy uncles? Yeah. Got this they can't uncle. mess with the fucking sexy Buddha. <laughs> but how could they resist sexy Buddha? Sexy Buddha. Well, <laughs> shit, that's a double-edged really sword. Sexy Buddha. Ladies and gentlemen, the double-edged sword. It's my gift and my curse. He's, oh. he's so spiritual. <laughs> anything that you... Have you tried pinpointing... 
yeah, I've tried in therapy and stuff, but and nothing comes not, up. We haven't come up with a single event or a single incident, anything like that. It's just I've had anxiety my whole life. Your whole life? Are you saying pre fourteen? Yeah. At a young age, you knew what what it was to feel anxious. Yeah. And what what? And you don't know what made you. What's an example of things that make you anxious? Or let, let's go with young. The actual young Ruben, pre fourteen. Right. What is what's making you anxious? Schoolwork, talking to girls. My mom and dad. Now mm. you and you've talked open. You've had a up and down relationship with your parents. Yeah. Now how? What? Uh, explain that. Explain why it's rocky. Like what happened? What have they done to you? What is? Well, for I want to preface it. Everything they did, they they did as under. Uh, they thought was in my best interest. Okay. There was never anything where they th- they realized anything was wrong. This is how they were raised. In, back in India. They're both from yeah. India, yeah. settled mm-hmm. in the Toronto area, yes. which a lot of Indian population I there. Know that. A lot of them yeah. end up in Mississauga. His family said, fuck it, we'll go a couple to- uh, towns over. Um, so they're, they're from the old country. They're, yeah. you got to use that a lot. Um, like when my grandma's can. from Germany. Yeah, yeah. I, I have Italian relatives in Rochester and that. And... There is that old mentality, especially when they're older, mm-hmm. all right, from, you know, and that's it. They were raised that way. They were raised stern, old country. And there's a, uh, there's a real... Um, poor times, too. That's a, that's, a, that's a big thing in your... Let me not... Let me ask you. Do you <laughs> think that's a big thing? For, for like, when... Uh, so your, your parents were born in India. They came here. Did you, did you feel like there were other young um, um, Indian kids that... Because I've heard this like a number of times from my Indian friends that there was that disconnect with their parents, like mm. where there was whose an parents over, were from the, whose parents from, are from, from India. India that there was that there was a and no actually from uh, from India and then some a couple of my friends that are from uh, Asia I, said that they're very very strict to the point that it was that there was a um, there's almost a disconnect right almost a cultural difference with your own parents I've heard that right. a lot too right did I you think feel that for, I think that. That can go for any immig- child of mm-hmm. a right. of a recent immigrant. Okay. Because what it is is they're trying to hold on to part of their roots. You know, they've come to somewhere where they don't really understand the way everything works. You know, they're not assimilated to the culture. And there's a little bit of when they see kids misbehaving, they want to make sure my kid's not going to be like that because mm-hmm. my kid is Indian. Right. And so, yeah, maybe there's some overcompensation. Yeah. But I think for the most part, it's that it seems like an overcompensation because in some of these countries, that's the way you raise kids. Right. And it's very different from the way it's done here. Mm-hmm. Totally. Do you have uh, siblings? I have one sister who's uh, three years older than me. And she ever suffer from any, any insomnia? Uh, not insomnia. Other things. Anxiety. Uh, anxiety. Yeah. She feels the same anxiety or somewhat similar that you have? I don't, I don't have. think she has it to the same degree. Yes, but I know she has it. My mm-hmm. my one of my closest friends from the time Please. I was six years old, Wing Lam. Yeah, Chinese Shout guy. It's a good yeah. goddamn name. Yeah, that's a fly ass name. Wing Lam, Chinese homie in the hood, but his brother Johnny, sister Lily. That's right, Johnny Lily, and then he got Wing. Wing. Right, but now is Johnny, he the oldest? No, he's the youngest. Oh, okay, mm. but those two got or had the same anxiety that you had. Mm-hmm. So I think what happened is anxiety, Johnny, anxiety, Lily, Wing was one of us because neither, both of them were really studious 
you know, went on to college, but they were so anxious, like on meds early. And Wing was kind of like, fuck them. Wing mm-hmm. is like a hood dude like us, just happens to be Chinese. Interesting. Yeah. But he, he even from an early age, his, his brother and his sister had, this, had the exact same story that you did. Well, it's interesting that because he's younger, odds are, if I had to guess, is that his parents were very strict with the older two. And then by the time he comes along, they're a little more used to the yes, culture. Yes. And they've dealt with assimilation issues. And he with the had older somebody two. to ask. Right. What mm. was going on? Well, exactly. How about, but how about this now? Now you bring up the hood and all that, right? And yeah. street. I because, do a qu- because because the other thing, the reason why I'm bringing up the hood is because you're you're a fish out of water. You're you are one of the uh, just a couple of Indian people, right? Mm-hmm. He was the only Chinese guy in the hood. There was yes. one white family, mm-hmm. Oliver and them. There were eight of them. They were redheaded. Yeah. So it was Oliver's family. There were eight of them, and they were the same way. They were you know had the same stresses. They were down in the hood, and then Wing and them were the Chinese family in the hood. But my thing is this: I don't hear street people, people uh, in the streets, hood, whatever you want to say. Um, I don't hear. Man, I'm real. I feel real anxious. I have no, anxiety. We never, I we don't never, hear that we, much. Well, we never. They, we never talked about that. But I'm just saying the way that they acted. Right. Yes. You could tell that they were thrown off by. But the what hood. I'm saying is, people who, uh, let's stick with the Asian culture, right? India's okay. part of Asia, and um, Asians in general. There's a, always the education and good grades and and the straight and narrow. I sometimes think when you're trying to constantly do the right thing, that's where anxiety comes from because there's a pressure to do the right thing. Right. Now, you're saying just being in the street, not giving a shit, you know, shooting hoops, doing whatever. Not and I'm not necessarily trouble, but I'm just saying just who cares? We'll figure things out as we go. We're just going to hang out. There's not much anxiety to that when you're not trying to do anything, when you're just trying to just be who I'm you so- are in that moment. And I think there could be... Something to that. No, I'm saying the anxiety was on the part of his brother and his, his yes. older brother. But and that's his what I'm saying. Sister. What I'm saying, though, but they felt the pressure to try and be the studious, and he was just like, whatever. Right. Well, they and, then, and he and, wasn't and I, anxious. And I think they also felt the pressure again of the fish out of water thing because they were the mm-hmm. only Chinese people down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they had other Chinese kids to run. They were the only ones. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't. I mean, imagine being the only white guy in within who knows how many like having no other white people to talk to when you get right. home and you get referred to as a white guy in yeah. the neighborhood yeah hell yeah just like, like you're the, some you're... black guys in the white neighborhood who are you hanging with bobby who's bobby you know the black kid oh okay <laughs> right. black right. kid bobby right well one of the things i'm wondering is how much of this is just uh uh going back to what you're saying with a chemical thing a chemical part of your own brain that perhaps you would have had insomnia regardless of where you were born or how much of this is a cultural uh, anxiety-driven type of uh, symptom or, or, or your siblings disease. have insomnia. Uh, my mom does. Oh, my mom does. Uh-huh. So there is the plot. It's definitely, there's part. I was probably just genetically predisposed for this, right. but I think there was also a little add-on from the family. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So did your mom ever notice in you that you possibly had the same uh, insomnia she had? No, because I never told her. Uh, Never told her. She knows now, though. Now correct? she knows. But uh-huh. literally, I told her within the last year. So, in so a she, while. She never knew. Jesus, unbelievable. Have you ever <laughs> taken one of those tests? They say that they have these tests that uh, supposedly your body temperature goes up when your body is peaking. And it's different for different people. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And they say that people who are up 
late at night and all night that our body temperatures go up in the evening. Because I knew at a young age, like when I was 12 or 13, when somebody asked me what I was going to do, I said, this is a 12, 13-year-old kid talking, that I said, anything that I don't have to get up in the morning. <laughs> as long as I don't have to wake up in the yeah. morning, I'll do the job. So comedy was like, perfect, uh, exactly, <laughs> you know, and I thought about owning, bar, but I knew at a very, very young age, because I would be up late, that I would do anything to not get up in the morning. Yeah. When I graduated from college, and they look back at my college transcript, my counselor, my last year in school said, we're not booking you for, you're not taking any classes before 10, any, 10 a.m. <laughs> no, I'm the you same have, way. You he said, you have failed everything over the last three years. They noticed this trend. Yes, right. that started before Good 10 a.m. You always, because I wouldn't go. I'm just was it wasn't gonna happen. Look at that. That's almost like school counseling sabermetrics. They study the numbers and they figured it out. No, I'm the same way. I'm John definitely is uh, not. a night guy. I, if I ever have like time off, I'm staying up late. I'm sleeping late. That's just the way my natural clock Th kind of. That's right. been me forever. Stuff, yeah. Right. I was uh, during the school year nine o'clock as a kid. Then it got to about ten in high school. And then finally, my grandma was like, "You know, it's ten o'clock." I'm like, "I'm 18. Uh, Ma, I love you, right. but I, I'm gonna stay up a little right. more. I, I, I could take a bullet for the country." And Every summer, it got later and later. Right. I'd be like, all right, midnight. Now it's one. Now it's two. And it got to the point where I'd say a year ago, I was six in the morning, you know, because I wasn't getting up for nothing. Right. right. Now I have obligations in that. And I think it's nice. But it got, actually, I'd say in June, first couple of weeks of June, I was staying up till eight in the morning. I'd try wow. to go to bed around six. If I could not get in bed before six, my body then would give another two hours. It's like if I can get to bed by 5.50, there's a chance I could sleep. I always was attracted to the night, to staying up. Me I always too. felt like I was going to miss something. Me too. Do you think it's mm. – I mean, I think you pinpointed it as anxiety, but initially when you were a kid, did you have a bedtime? Yeah. Okay. Always. Did you want to stay up past that? Was that the mystery? Was there an intrigue? Well, of course, but I think that's – I mean, any kid. Any kid. Yeah. So do you th did you feel like you're missing out when you went to bed? At a certain age, probably. It's, it's, I right. wonder if that has anything to mm. do with insomnia. Is that but is the, your? But does your does your insomnia does it like? So let's say you go two days, you get in your two and a half hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like a train wreck, or is it? Or, or I mean, is it a is it a problem, or is adapt? it a matter of fact right. that you just happen to be a human being that walks around that sleeps three hours, or does it really drag you down? It's it's worse at certain times. You kind of get used to it, mm. where it's now it just. Humans can get used to almost anything if you suffer through it long enough. But, I mean, like, my knees hurt sometimes, like, because I don't get that sleep where your body repairs itself. Mm -hmm. Jeez. That's the kind of thing where I'm like, geez, I didn't sleep at all. So then it's wearing on your body. Right. Yeah. At some point in time, it really is going to do damage. This two hours, two, you know, almost oh, three yeah. hours you're getting. Absolutely. So you could be dead next month. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just, <laughs> no let's be no, serious I'm about just, that. I'd like to say I'd make it through no, 2014, but... Does that worry you? Because lack of sleep can cause that. And I worry for you when I talk to you. and you, uh, Sometimes I bump, to you, bump into Ruben randomly on the train because we live in the same neighborhood. And, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'm not sleeping. I get so sad because I, I, I get scared for you because I know that that can cause some serious shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of, like, what it can do to you. Do the doctors, when you go... How many doctors have you seen about this? Uh, I've been to two different sleep clinics and uh, where they hook you up all of the, the, the things. It's to your awful. Head. It's all. Yeah. Right. These things. You get these on things. Head. On they, your put head? A, they put electrodes all over you. Jesus they put Christ. you they put you on a bed and then there's a two way mirror 
A which, two-way mirror. Which they swear no one's behind, but why would you have a two-way mirror? Right. With <laughs> right, right. So you know they're watching you. So you've so, been that dude in the videos. Yeah, and the worst part about it is, is they're like, just relax. It's like, no, I have anxiety, right. and now I know <laughs> you're watching me. And I've got these things and on my head. And now there's pressure to sleep. Right. right. And so it's literally just, I had to sleep on the other side, so I wasn't just staring at them. Because oh. I knew they were watching. But wouldn't you try and tell yourself, look, all right, I'm, uh, I'm anxious because people are looking at me. But this is for a greater good to figure out how I can sleep. So just try and find some peace. Yeah, you try to, but I mean, I don't know how to do that. Let me ask Damn you. Damn it! Do you drink? Uh, on occasion, not so, often though. Now, when you drink, do you sleep? Do you? I mean, because alcohol used to knock me. Yes. Out, like when I was drunk, like I would be face down. Uh, yeah, but to do that, I have to drink a lot. If I if I have three or four drinks. It won't affect anything, but if I drink steadily for like five or six, maybe not five or six, right. but if I drink steadily for a few hours, then yeah, that would probably just knock I me. I feel out. like you get then you get a good night's sleep. I don't know about a good night's sleep, but I'll sleep. Insomnia right. or alcoholism. <laughs> it's funny you're the Let's only make guy. a decision. God damn it! <laughs> He's the only, only Step it up. the only guy going out getting blackface drunk to go home alone without a chick. Most people so are get, going yes. to <laughs> so he can get some sleep. Wow. Wait, what? What was the conclusion from going to these uh, clinics and going to the doctors? Are you on meds? Are you have strategy? Well, um, they always want to put you on meds. I won't take medication because I don't want to take anything. Uh, first off, that alters my brain chemistry. Even I'm, if it could help you, I'm yeah, I'm vehemently opposed to that. Isn't also, that counterproductive, Ruben? And you're drinking? Yes and no. Which does not help your brain chemistry. But here's also the thing. When I say we all I, pointed at him at the same time, me, Benji, and John, or sorry, John, Benji, and I all pointed at Ruben at that. I was going to ask, what about some Colorado plants? <laughs> hey, yo. I've never actually tried that. You've never tried no, that? No, I've never tried marijuana. And it's natural. Hey, yo. That's true. It helps people that sleep. That might be your answer. Let me text Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> John's from Colorado. <laughs> let me let me text the crib for you. See if we can get you hooked up tonight. He'd probably get you Chauncey Billups' guy. <laughs> get, you, get, you, get you Chauncey's people. Um, the problem with most sleep medication is uh, the side effects are terrible, especially if you already have problems with those issues. So, like, some of, I mean, some of these drugs literally, oh, whatever, I'll say. Sure. Su suicide is one of the issues. One of the side effects. It's one of the side effects of that. Now, how common is it, though? I know a not, lot of doctors but, say they do it because one out of a thousand yes. sometimes does it, and so they have to cover their ass with the medication. But the, the problem medication. is, is if you already have issues, which I, I've had, you know, issues about that You've before. You've had suicidal thoughts. I had. Uh, I've, I've had gone, a, a million times. I've gone times. a little further than, like. You've gone close? You never told me this. Yeah. A couple Holy times. Holy shit. A couple okay. times. Yeah. Wow. I tried okay. to OD a couple times. So in your mind. Are you serious? It's a good suicide table. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> ben, you better be the only one. No oh, comment. shit. <laughs> we're all uh, fucking crazy. That's why we're here, though. That's yeah. why we're talking it Super out. Tramp, get rid of the sharp objects. We're no good. <laughs> so oh you're saying because you're, you're afraid to take anything that could push you in that direction because you're already possibly having those thoughts inside yeah. your head. But to say you're not trying anything that can alter your well, chemical, your brain chemistry. Well, I just, I've seen, I've gone to group therapy for a couple of years and I've seen what it does to people. And I just don't like that. I would rather die than lose who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm not, they always say, oh, it doesn't change who you are. But I've, I've seen it. I've seen people before and after they go on these things. 
and they're not the same person. What mm-hmm. about as much as they try to convince themselves that they are, you can see a fundamental shift in who that person is. What about uh, meditation? Any of that? I've try- tried that. Um, it, that's still a work in progress. Okay. Because it's very hard for me to turn off my brain, and so, but I still I'm doing it on a regular basis. So when you're trying to sleep at night, is, mm-hmm. is part of the problem? Your mind's racing and you're just thinking a constant shit? Because yeah. I get that. Well, what happens to me is I'll be exhausted. Like, I'll be watching TV. I'll be falling asleep. So I'll try to go to bed. And the second all of my electronics and there's nothing to focus my brain on, it's like John said, my body temperature rises instantly. I have to have – even in the winter, I'll have a fan going. Yes, I did too. Um, And you're just nervous. Mm. And all of a sudden, your brain starts racing – and it instantly goes to, like, every bad thing you can think of. But why are you nervous? Because you're putting pressure on yourself because you feel like you have to sleep? I'm a nervous person by nature. By nature. Do you? I'm going to be honest. As a kid, I was petrified of the dark. I saw some clips of horror movies here and there, and it fucked me up. I thought there was monsters under the bed. I thought I had a – this is a true story. There was a uh, doll of a clown that was left over from either my aunt's or my mother that was in my room because I inherited their room with my living my grandparents and I swear to God the cl- in my head the clown's uh, smile changed a couple times and I saw a poltergeist I and and it stuck with me a little bit even to like midway through high school where I still had those fears I really had to settle myself and go you're an adult now these things don't happen like I had actual fear of the dark. And of something coming to kill me at night, right. you know? The, do you think that has played in? You say fear. What? What is that fear? I have no fear of the dark. Okay. But it's – I don't know how to describe it necessarily. It's just you're, you can't think of positive – no matter how much you try. can't think of anything positive. You, you try to think of something good, and you instantly find the negative in it. And what do you find that's negative? Everything I can turn. So it's the, it's a really weird thing. You can turn anything into into a negative. Throw him something. Just anything on the top of your mind. Relationships. I'm single. It's gonna stay that. I mean, that one's easy. Okay. Well, so, uh, okay. if you're in well, a, if okay, so if well, when's the last when's the last time you were in a relationship? Uh significant. It, but, um, sig- like you know, like this is my girl. When as soon as you walk in the club, seven eight months ago, I guess. Seven eight and months. How long ago. did that last for? Uh, maybe like eight nine months. Okay, it was, it was, was pretty. There close was a stretch. But I was, didn't know about but, this. But quick question. I think was, you. Was, I think you met her. Quick question. Did I? I think so. Okay. Was that some of your best sleep? Oh no, that's. Uh, I don't like having someone uh, next to me. That's so. That was some of your too. worst sleep. Uh, I think overall probably the same, but I just it was uncomfortable because then you're also concerned about tossing and turning and waking up the other person. And the last thing I'd ever want to do is ruin someone else's sleep. Mm. No, fuck it. They I, go down with the ship. No. I've done that to girls. <laughs> no, you go but the down thing with the is ship, I, I hold sleep at such a premium mm. that the idea of ruining someone else's sleep is... Was she wow. was she aware of that? Yeah, she knew I had problems. Mm. Where, like, literally... But was like, she aware that she was a part of the cause because of your concern for her? Yeah, I mentioned a couple times that I just... She's like, well, you know, you can... Move around, do whatever you want, and I'm like, well, I don't want to wake you up. You can't worry about it at that point. You got to get yours, but uh, uh, Ruben. Now I'm getting confused. I think no. the insomnia is kicking me, and I'm calling people wrong names. 
Um, you gotta, you gotta get sleep while you can. You can't. Yo, feel, and you, girls let, don't let give me, a shit. Girls are just happy that you, there's a body next to let them. Let me tell I'll you tell why you I'm sitting here cringing because tell when me. I was homeless, right? I used to sleep on the two trains. Jeez, I didn't time. know this shit. Every, welcome to Revelation <laughs> right, Day. Right. Holy yeah, shit. No, Benj, who have you killed? Let's just get this shit out of the way. <laughs> I slept on the train for uh, a number of weeks, right? I used to sleep on the two train. Two train makes a million stops once, mm -hmm. it, once it gets out of Harlem. And, um, but I, so that's the reason why I slept on there. So I, you talk about insomnia. So my sleep patterns were off. For Certainly. weeks, yeah, I would get off stage, and people would think that I was really going somewhere. I was homeless. I was sleeping on the train, God. but I just remember how, like, brutal it is. Like you are all. I was. I don't. I don't know how if you wake up that way, but when I woke up, the first thing that I would always think is if I could just get a good nap. Like mm -hmm. I, I mean, as soon as I woke up, and then you and wake then, up and need a nap. I, I feel like that now too. As soon as I woke up, I needed. I'm not even. I am wiped out. Yes, I am. Wiped. <laughs> And if there was nothing I wanted more, and so to think that you could actually be at the top of your game like that is it's right. retarded. No sleep. It's retarded. Sleep deprivation is is very serious. I'm pretty sure you are sooner retarded. to die from sleep deprivation than from starvation. And, from two, and food sooner, I felt like I was. I, I felt like a car accident was more imminent from just just being trying to stay awake than when I was drunk. And I know that sounds fucked up. You know what I mean? You're saying when, when you're behind drinking. the wheel with lack of sleep. Yes, I've almost because crashed several times. Because you can't control it. You cannot, when, you're, when your body wants to shut down, it's shutting it down. It will shut down. It will, and it doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing. But for some reason, his isn't, and a that's move, fucking and bugs that's me amazing. out. That's, that's, a moving vehicle is actually where I get, like, the train, like, coming over here on the train, I, I slapped half the way. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, you owe us one. Maybe you should be homeless. <laughs> it is. You want to try the two train tonight? I've always said the MTA could make money off insomniacs if they rented out a couple cars that are just right, put locked. Some, some beds in. And then you, you bring so your the, blankets, so, so the, sheets. So the movement can actually put you like to sleep. Like cradle you. Rockabye. Yeah. So yeah. It's maybe very soothing. if you had, maybe if you had like a, a, a projector. <laughs> Right? You set right. up like a green screen situation, right? In your <laughs> or bedroom. Or like a virtual. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're, we're on to something here. Stay with me. I love you. We put this guy in a goddamn, just like they do for pilots, right? A simulator. A, that's right. We a get train a, simulator. We get a homeless guy in your room. We put him on a two-train simulator, <laughs> right? With another couple homeless guys, and you're knocked the fuck out every night. That's interesting. That the Or how about this? And we well. will have saved the sexy Buddha. So we, and we're going <laughs> back. <laughs> Well, you know how they're... I'm up topping you too much. Up top, baby. We, we may have just saved the sexy Buddha. Well, with white noise in that, they have those apps for the what phone and the machine. What he needs something under the bed to rock it a little. Yeah, white noise. I, uh, He's tried I buy that. a white, white noise machine. You have it. But what if there was one that sound, made it sound like the train? Right. Well, it's not the sound. It's the vibration. Right. It's it the is. movement. I can right? also... It's the subtle... Yeah. Can we that copyright said, this and make this product and we can just quit comedy and make billions right. off this and then just hook up with every broad? You right? should be. I should asleep. be. You see how I figured that out? too late. Double you got to ask the right questions. They'll that being tell said, you. I still don't sleep like more than like 20 minutes. But, right. if, but if we had... But if yeah, we but there's a reason in. because you're on a train and it's stopping and right. shit and people yeah. are elbowing you and all that bullshit and people are flipping and break dancing for track track, airplanes, you sleep on those? Ooh. Airplane, no. At all. No, because uh, airplane is uh, there's a lot of anxiety about me going to the airport. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to uh, say, and that's not going to be with, any better now right. with, with the Malaysian plane. Let's be honest. Yeah, with right? security and everything, 
Because you're going to the airport is a very nervous experience. It, it is. It is. Because Indian dudes, especially when you're a person of color. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We both like, know I that. I would not have the beard. Oh yeah. Because you're going to look to an airport. Indians do look similar to Muslims yeah. to the naked eye, naked ignorant eye at times. Yeah. And uh, so, do you when you go through? Do you have? Do you get checked every time they pull you aside? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Johnny, yeah. you too. Oh yeah. I've been to the back room of many airports. Wow. It's, I haven't getting, in a while. He's getting, he's getting stopped because they're they're profiling him for bombs. They're profiling yes. me for coke and mm. weed. Oh jeez. Yeah. You know the black guy's the drug dealer. Yeah. The big black guy with the bag. Of course he's got drugs. So I remember I went through Denver Airport one time. So I know what you're talking about with the and 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 you know it's always random. That's what they tell you. Right. So, so I had proof with my tickets four times in a row, and I said, okay, this is random. I want you to sign my ticket. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, I'm not going to sign you. And I said, somebody's going to sign my ticket because I'm going to prove that there's that statistically this, right. is a, this is an impossibility. I want a signature from your, your manager on my ticket. And the manager comes out the back, and she was like, that's John Lester, the comedian. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure this doesn't happen. Right, you again. end up signing some shit. Yeah, like, I, I did. <laughs> I, I, I did. I ended up giving her a goddamn DVD, and I had to sign it. Yeah, she was like, "This will never happen again." Hey, other John Lasseter, do you hear that right. shit? Do you get that in yeah, Nashville? Do you get that in Nashville, and you're well, also bunker. signing John's DVDs. <laughs> the other ones, yeah. <laughs> the country band. I got a question. Is there anything in your life that you're staying away from because you have less sleep than everyone else? Driving or you know operating heavy machinery stuff. Any like jobs that well, you would never consider? No, I don't. Are doctors telling you that, you know, because you're not getting the same sleep, your brain function is different or your body just needs less t- sleep? Typically, doctors are pretty impressed with how well I function. Wow. I am, too, because I'm telling you, bro, when I'm I was when right I now. was getting that, when I was under that sleep deprivation when I was homeless, the first thing that I said to myself is, this is why people stay homeless. I did not have the energy to do anything except look for a little bit more sleep. Mm. Like looking for a job or that being becomes at the top like a drug, your, right? Yeah, looking for a job or being at the top of your game was completely out of the question. I was just looking for when can I get another good nod somewhere during the day. Do you know what I mean? I do that a lot too. I really, if I get less than eight hours, I'm just gonna sound like oh, <laughs> yeah. big you. time problems. <laughs> um, I need, I tend, my body needs at least to not offer a minute. So yeah. I try to, when I meditate, I try to pass out or train anywhere I can get on the road right. while I'm traveling because uh, it, the reset keeps right. me sharp. Right, but there's a big difference between what we do, like a night owl and an insomniac, two total different. Yeah, things. we just you're still we're getting just, your sleep. Right, just we're just up hours. all night. Right, right. This dude, come on, two out, two hours and something. You talk about an evil son of a bitch. You would not want to be around me <laughs> to an, after two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I used to, you know, I used to be up like that on coke. You know? Yeah, be right. Up like that on coke. Yeah, you up. I was up eight, nine hours. You know, you sleep two, and three different. hours. And the, well, the sleep was rocky with because then you would pop up two hours later. But you'd be cranky, and that's mm-hmm. what people call coke rage. Mm. You know what I mean? You are irritable because you haven't got enough sleep. So for you to be like this and not walking around, and I've never seen this guy as an asshole. Ruben, I would <laughs> have never sweetheart. known that. He's a, Yeah, he's sweet Buddha. You know what I'm saying? Sweet, sweet. It's always a, Buddha. I'm going to take that as an sweet, upgrade sweet, from sweet, sexy Buddha. Sweet Buddha. Buddha. He's a sweet, 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 sexy Buddha, Buddha here. This guy's <laughs> never been cranky. If I was running on what he's running on fumes. It, it'd be insane. Oh, you would. I would be never booked anywhere. I they get full like, of anger when oh, I lack God. sleep. I'd be punching people. Most people do. And then I would sleep in, you, the, in the club. 
Sleep on stage. Fuck them. Take right it out on, on stage. Them. This is my impersonation of a guy getting some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> just it's lay, a long bit. Just, just laid out can... right on stage. It's a long bit, but the payoff <laughs> is pay worth off. it. If that they give you the light, you can't see it. You're out fucking cold. I'm knocked out. Did you try ever the, the generic shit as a kid? Like counting sheep, bullshit like yeah, that? Yeah, I've, I've tried everything like that. And, and now... and. God, and I've talked to you about melatonin and you, shit. You've tried melatonin. That's I've, done nothing. I've tried anything sleep-related that I can get at, like, the vitamin shop. Without yes. question. Uh, sometimes late at night, I just go to Dwayne Reed, and I buy whatever. Selenium? You tried that shit? Yeah, I've tried that. Do Let you convince you yourself that it's going to, like, I, when I take one in the middle of the night to go back to sleep, I then tell myself, you're good. The pressure's off you. You're going to sleep. When I take some, and I take a Benadryl. You fuck with a Benadryl, Tylenol PM, or is I've that? Or do you consider that uh, the same Nyquil, shit? If, if I'm sick, I do Nyquil. And do you get but, but better sleep for, then? Uh, no. What yes. about what about but, have you ever have you ever been to a massage parlor? And does I've that, gotten a massage, but I mean, I don't does know it put you if to sleep? You're saying massage parlor? Are we talking? Not with the happy ending. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was going to ask that next. Your own, your own <laughs> happy ending. He's a professional, Ruben. He starts with the, just the massage. <laughs> well, because you said then massage parlor, right. which instantly Sir, made me but, think. But does that make? But does? But does? Because sometimes getting massages puts knocks me out. Yeah. Does that knock? Very you relaxing. Out? It right. Can, it can do it for like a minute, mm. but it's not like a long term. Like I've done acupuncture, same thing. Like they put. Oh my God! Them wow. in your forehead, yeah, I've in the done forehead. That too. I've uh, done that here, here's in one rehab, thing that I, I think that. works from time to time. Uh, this is a weird one. Uh, if you put your hand on your, uh, I don't. Can I say it? Yeah. I've been on my been dick. We've been cursing up a storm. You if can, you can keep your hand on your dick, I think that works sometimes. Yeah. Wow. There's there's a, some sort of soothing element. Hell yeah, there's some soothing in my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Real I'm soothing. Trying to get my dick sucked later. <laughs> Pass right the fuck out. But yeah, you should tell you tell girls that like it just helps when I sleep if there's a mouth. Oh, I'd play that shit up. (laughs) That's true. Actually, I never thought of of using it. You should use that, bro. Mouth dick resuscitation helps me sleep. If I'm inside someone, I really get a a prescription for head. (laughs) (laughs) That's next. Medicinal. Take two two and call me in the morning. Dick sucking. (laughs) It's a medicinal. Hey doc, could you write me a prescription? And that'd be a way to mainstream some some hookers. Oh hell yeah, they could be legal. Just like oh my god! We're changing so everything today genius. with so I business. Get a medical note. This is genius. Yes. He has to have a hooker. He has right. to have a hooker. Your insurance covers it. Your insurance. She can't get busted <laughs> Obama, anymore. Obamacare. Obama god bless you, Obamacare. <laughs> with some chick on her knees, you're making a commercial. Thank you, Obamacare. I'll be standing right behind you, sexy boo. Right. And then that girl, if anyone finds out what she does, like you're a whore. No, I'm right. part of medicine. <laughs> I'm healing. <laughs> Or you have a She's crazy a natural phenomena. healer, yeah. yeah that's some anti-slut shaming for the people that's right there, yeah. my people. What you're going to have Jezebel's going to give you man of the year. Some it's medici- true. you damn right, Jezebel. Some medicinal <laughs> head. All of a sudden, no one in America can sleep. You got to get that. <laughs> Every man is just... <laughs> Everyone's a chronic insomnia. <laughs> it's weird. Pornhub, none stuff. of that. Do you sleep better like after a good nut? Uh, no. <laughs> no? Maybe like for a minute or two, like I'll drift off immediately nuts, after, but know, I'll wake up right after. Knock me out. Go either way with me. If I nut and then try to sleep, no good. If I wake up in the middle and get a jerk out, I could fall asleep mm. sometimes. Really? But sometimes but I get all fired up. That's after probably it. the remedy I've tried the most times. Well, of course, Sex, right? Yeah. You have a penis that's a couple times a night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm like, well, it didn't work last time, but let's right. give it another Let's shot. Double the dosage yeah. on this medication. How about? And this may sound crazy. Getting like knocked out. 
like hit in the head or like anything Holy like that. I've, I've never. <laughs> no, that I've I've long never do that. I'm throwing options out, you guys. Christ. How about Stuff you get three smothered? Days. How about right. we smother you? Coma, maybe. <laughs> How about we choke the shit choke out of you? Choke you just to the yeah, right why point. Why don't we choke you out? Yeah, we're going to send Rampage Jackson to your house or Dante Nero to <laughs> exactly. smack you in the mouth. So like, I don't think I'd need anyone that big to knock me out. Look at how big I'm. Well, what about what about some what about some good whack ass TV shows? Right, exactly. Right. I mean, we're really getting ridiculous. Like, like you get hitting it. How about heroin? Have you tried H? Right. <laughs> have you have tried nodding out? Have you tried opium? Well, how about this? Is uh, are you? We actively... though, I, I think that he might be. I would I definitely think, recommend. I, right, definitely. I and there's no that, shame in that room, and you know but, I don't but smoke. Also, but there's no shame but in that. But it's also natural. Natural. And I know that I know that you said you, you don't like drugs, right? But that that is a that is really natural. And I think that you Just should at, at least nice. give that a because also it always knocks things, me out. Even for the anxiety, it down. It like for like your it, head to go to bad places, if you're just cruising in a better spot, lying in bed, maybe that will help. I I am a big fan of this actually. So you I listen to Dave I, Matthews a little more. Who gives a shit? Exactly. If it gets you to sleep between the weed ask, and that fiddle player, ask Doctor Laster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you Try actively? Looking for ways to remedy this, or at this point in your life, you my main thing is uh, therapy. I'm trying to personal, yeah, just uh, figure out where it comes from and see if there's the something we can do. Yeah, but like we said at the beginning, it may be a chemical thing about your brain, a genetic yeah. just disposition okay. to, yeah. to sleep in three hours. We don't know exactly, but I'm at least now at this point in my life, I'm trying to find right. a let solution me ask you, to let it. Let me ask you this because I don't. I don't Sometimes I struggle with the therapy thing, but um. So the therapy, right? Are you there? You said that you had that. Let's go back to the early thing, right? Please. You're the fish out of water. You're in Toronto. Uh huh. Parents have these expectations. You're not going to be like these lazy Americans. Um. Have you in therapy? Have you had that out with them? Like, have you had a chance to really sit and look at your parents and say, some of that shit that y'all did, man. You know, I understand how they get down in India, but that ain't what was happening. In Toronto, uh, no, I've never because I don't want to have a situation. I have a very, uh, I'm always walking a fine line with them to begin with. Well, well, I, I don't the really. Reason, the reason I'm asking that question is I knew that your answer was going to be no. <laughs> really, no. I hate to say this, and then go with but it. I, but I, but I but I think that for the sake of your health, you got to do that. Like if if, if hash it out face right. to face. Right. I mean, them. what? Right. Because to me, it sounds like, and I'm not knocking your therapist, but therapy is so that it is an ongoing thing. I'm sitting here with you for an hour, and it sounds to me like the first thing that you should have done by now is said, "Yo, this is what fucking really rung my bell, or you know, made life difficult for me." I just got to tell you guys, as a, to me, that sounds like the starting point. I think so. Mm-hmm. And, I don't think and then work through easy. the issues that come up from you telling them that. And it might not be that easy, but right. it might, might. You got to start. Do you, you think? Start. Yes, and I agree with but you. But you also that. don't know possible anxiety that could come out of that. That's but a, that's, that's what big... I'm saying. But but it, then put that fire out. Do you think you have guilt? But I mean, dragging it out, not having addressed the first thing yes. that clearly is, has been has been he admitted was the first thing that brought on. But anxiety. even that, it's not going to change his past. So in some way, he needs to. Ju- it's a coming to personal peace with it but how do you come to personal peace when you're not facing it right do you think you have guilt uh stemming from being anxious and having some anger towards your parents and feeling that they've caused this anxiety Uh, in your life even if it was unknowingly well i also i don't know that i have anger towards them okay i don't know that i'm angry about it i understand what they were trying to do Mm -hmm. can you tell people uh, are you willing to say like some of these things 
Um, well, there's certain so we th- can understand. There was just always pressure. Like I remember specifically, uh, the transition from kindergarten to grade one. I was worried that I wouldn't be able to handle it. I, I distinctly remember that the pressure of gro- going to grade one was very much. And what were they saying to you to okay, put well, that let me, pressure? Okay, well, let me let me ask you this: Do they know that? No. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, if you can sit here on lust for life, I think that's got to be said in a therapy. You would hear you do it anywhere. Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> Maybe we should fly back to Toronto with you. Maybe <laughs> we should book a I flight. I want to help. Only problem is he won't be able to sleep. Right. So uh, he'll, he'll be out for plane. two days. We'll Let's take the train there. We'll take Let's the train drive. or something. We'll take or the drive. subway. We'll take we'll the take subway. subway. John, no, John's going to drive. I'll drive. I'll be in the back with I'll be Rubes. the designated driver because Lord yeah. knows I can't drink. So you guys. Right. Yeah, you smoke some weed on the way. Uh, and I'm we'll with be him. in a car. You'll be able to drive, <laughs> right? Yeah. So we're we're gonna go to the border with weed. We're Is that the plan? Well, and we're gonna we'll, we'll and we're gonna give it to the Mounties. The <laughs> we'll we'll smoke it all before we get up there. Exactly. You all guys right. are smoking all. I'm well, the I driver. I don't smoke. I'm the driver. You drink. Drink. I'm not, and I'm not drinking right now. So it's a, and I'm. Uh, we'll talk about Maybe it later. Maybe that's where some of the weight loss. Mm-hmm. Right, but it helps. But yeah, I'm eating shittier. Maybe that's what I'm seeing. I'm sneaking in some sugar now. Is a, is a little thing. I'm trying too, to get the fun. sugar out because I'm up late in the middle of the night, and I have sugar will do that. And well, you know what it is? It's from the lack because I don't drink anymore. So my body wants that sugar put nah. back in it. Right around the time I used to drink, 11, 12 at night, I mm-hmm. get these sugar attacks. So I've been trying to calm wow. that down. But it's not insomnia. It's just it's night owl. Right. I'm just up till the wee hours. But then I'll sleep for five, six hours. I don't set an alarm. I sleep. I never set my so alarm. Unless I got to catch a flight. I got to set that alarm, baby. Because I got to get up and do the push-ups. There That's what I'm talking about. Ruben, man, um, we love you to death. And we uh, hope And we wish you good. well, man. Or, but, you. but I'll tell you this. Maybe fuck these six hours tossing and turning. I mean, if you're functioning and you feel you're all right, maybe you should use those hours. Maybe Be productive. if you believe in a God, I don't know, um, maybe this is uh, in a way... It's a curse, but maybe it's a gift. Maybe God's saying you don't need sleep. Yeah, but and you maybe know you should but, go right. Maybe if, you if, could if go was, if, if, do if, something if, with if, that time. To me, if he was laying there in bed without the anxiety, yeah. I would say you might be onto something. But he's told us at least a thousand times that this guy is suffering from anxiety. No, and I get that. But maybe you, maybe not dwelling in the bed, going, "I have this anxiety." Maybe going, "Okay, I can't sleep. I'm gonna go to the diner. I'm gonna get a cup of coffee because I'm gonna say fuck it." You know, because that's part of it, too, is I can't drink this because it'll keep me up. Fuck it. You're already up. Well, get a cup of coffee. coffee so. Get tea. Get a right. soda. And just write. Write your thoughts. Maybe don't even try and write jokes or anything. Don't try and write a, uh, a script or anything. Just maybe just write thoughts, and maybe something great comes out of it. But, or maybe it, it's just you saying, piss on you, insomnia. I'm just going to do something constructive. And then maybe your body will shut down. Maybe it will then go, all right, you're not worried about it. Maybe you should just pass, and then maybe you'll just pass out or something. From somebody who had anxiety. Yes, my dude. In recovery, bro. The best, the best thing, I went through this with my father, because my dad wasn't around when I was young, and I used to be angry at him. Got to the point that I was like, I got to do this for me. So I had this conversation about all the shit that I thought that was fucked up about my dad. Told him, he basically didn't respond, but I felt mm-hmm. the Good. weight of the world. So to me, bro, you know what's wrong with you, but you have to you have to 
gather the whatever you want to call it, the, the chutzpah, <laughs> the balls, the, the, <laughs> cojones. Yeah, the cojones over here. Whatever, you got to sit down and tell your parents, I, I bet you, I, I, I'd be willing to bet my left foot, that will be one of the best nights of sleep you ever get of your life. And I'm going to go ahead, Benji. You go no, ahead. I mean it could be. It could I, be. I think I that know. will be one of if you if you were able to even get out what you told us about from from kindergarten to first grade. If they don't know that, like to be able to tell them that, and I think they would probably say something because a lot of times when you tell people these things, you'd be surprised how much they say. They might say, you know what, we were up in bed thinking about that last night, how nervous you were, and we were gonna say they. It, it might be the best thing, and trust me, trust me, some of that ang, some of that pent up anxiety will be released, bro. You know what's wrong with you. It's just a tough thing to get to. But once Very you difficult. get there, bro, trust me, you will sleep better. You've told us what the problem is. You just haven't got to the point of confronting it, and it's going to drag on, I think. Wow. I, that's go. just my opinion. If I can give my concluding thoughts. Weed, although, also, I would prescribe. Well, that's kind of where I was going. It, it seems if it was hitting you at such a young age, it could be kind of a genetic uh, mm. brain chemistry type of thing. And, you know, maybe looking into something like weed or, or some antidepressants or anxiety pills for even the day, not even to help you sleep at night, could take the edge off. You you, you get to the late night and you're kind of left, less of brownie, an edge. A weed brownie. Boom. Maybe you don't want to smoke it. They have weed brownies. I Cruising. can hook you up with a number. I do like brownies. You had me at brownies. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a compromise we've made, everybody. Um, the sexy Buddha likes brownies. Ruben, thank you so much. I mean, I um, oh, really appreciate pleasure. it. Thank yeah. you for sharing the story. It's not like any... Look, we've had people talk about pimping and getting <laughs> pussy too much and stuff. This is a... It's a tough thing Insom yo, to admit. Not sleeping is beast. It's, it's, it's tough. Oh, my God. And the God. anxiety... But hopefully this maybe even helps. Maybe you need to talk it out more. We wish you the best of luck on that. Do you, anything you want to plug or people reach you? Maybe people maybe they have can some help advice, you. Right. So throw out there, how there they are get other insomniacs out yeah, there that are going to want to have uh, you questions right. or anything to say about insomnia or if you just want to follow me on Twitter, you're, you're, I'm uh, you're a funny comic is too, so check him out. Oh yeah. At Ruben Meta, it's R U H B I N M E H T A. There you go, baby. Ruben Meta. Ruben Meta. Benja. The best of BS on Twitter, yes, 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 but yes. please check out Stand Up New York Labs. We got a whole bunch of podcasts. They're blowing up. Totally We're doing great shit. We have a promo code LUST for all our fans Hello. out there. Get Hello, half off tickets for any show here at Stand Up New York. Shows every night of the week, multiple shows every night. Jump on board. We got good shit happening. That's the truth, and Ruth. Keep up the love. Yeah, baby. Boom. Johnny. That's the truth, Ruth. Real John Laster. That's R E A L. J-O-N. There's no H in my name, people. J-O-N. Laster. L-A-S-T-E-R. Like master with a L. J-O-N. L-A-S-T-R. Real John Laster. Instagram. Real John Laster. Twitter. Real John Laster. Facebook. Holla at your boy. And I'm here at Stand Up New York all the time. He's goddamn right, is. Greatest show on earth. Holding it down, baby. I am the dog at 28th Street on Twitter. Mad Dog Matter, baby. Pattern, but with an M. Not as dope as master with an L. And can I say... <laughs> Your next comedy album should be called Laster of Puppets. That's a Metallica record, Master of Puppets, mm. about cocaine abuse. That's what mm. that. It took me 35 years to realize what the fucking that song's about. That was deep. Master of Puppets. You know, you have your breakfast served on a mirror. That's crazy, baby. Um, check it out. Facebook, Mad Dog Matter. Um, man, send us some messages. Let us know that you're out there, goddammit. All right? Hello, hello. Is there anybody hello, out hello, there? Hello. This is comfortably numb. Give us a yell, man. Find us some guests. Come on the show if you got a story to tell, man. We're here to tell stories. That's what we do, man. All right? And, uh, okay.
fucking Mad Love in the booth. Super Tramp took over halfway. Before that, Minnesota John Fattigate was up in there. That was beautiful. Mad Love to Donnie, to Gabe, to this whole club, to everyone working hard up here at Stand Up New York and the labs. Mad Love to my cousin Nick doing artwork. Mad Love to Timothy Styles doing music. God bless Uncle Billy, who loves Johnny Laster like Uncle his Billy, nephew. what's good, my dude? That's it. Everyone's sending your love. Um, keep being who you is, man. And uh, till next time, we love you. And we're all worth a million in prizes. Booyah. And I'll get some fucking sleep, everybody. <laughs>